Hi, James. How are you? Hi, Sue. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for joining me. Hey, always. Yeah, a, yeah. I'm always looking for an excuse to sit. I went out for a run this morning. It's beautiful and sunny here in Barna today. So I went for a run, trying to get back into running, and it just makes you feel magical. Oh, yeah, it's, it's actually magic. a bit of heat. How's it there in Cork? Yeah, it's sunny. It's sunny. It's, there's a chill in the wind, but it's sunny. It's dry, so it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let me introduce you. This okay. is my lovely business partner for training, James White, a.k.a. Jimmy, to those in Cork who know him well. James, you, you can tell us a bit more about yourself. Um, yeah, well, as you said, um, I'm James White, and we're business partners and colleagues um, and friends. Um, and I suppose I'm in my 50s, and for the first, I suppose, up till I was in my very early 40s, I was in the corporate world for many, many years. Um, and then found mindfulness, <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> you found mindfulness. Tell, yeah. tell us, James, how you found mindfulness. Do you, would you like to tell us? So, I suppose from the perspective of where I was, I was in the corporate world, and for the last two years of my corporate world uh, work, I suppose, I was looking out my office window every morning at about quarter to seven. And, and sort of had this question in my mind, which was, um, what's this all about, as in life? I had sort of reached the pinnacle of where I could go in the, in the business I was in. Um, money wasn't an issue. Um, holidays weren't an issue. All that type of stuff. Stuff that you, you're told that you need to achieve as you uh, grow up in life, that you have to, you know, get a great job, meet a perfect partner, all that type of stuff. Mm. But I had quite a colourful life in, in, in those uh, corporate world years. Um, well, we won't go into that in too much detail. Um, and look, I faced challenges and situations and, you know, probably suffered. I was never diagnosed with, say, depression or anxiety, but definitely mm. suffered with them. Um, yeah. And decided to look into what was happening in my head, in my, in my brain. What was the brain? What was all going on in my brain? Because I had that sort of question was, it must be me. There must be something wrong with me. Yes, yeah. You know, I'm yeah, not happy. I'm not happy, so there must be something wrong with me. So I started studying um, psychotherapy and hypnotherapy, and that gave me an insight into our mind, or into my mind a little bit. Mm. And I came across mindfulness as one module. It was just one module on the course. Yeah. Um, and it intrigued me because it sort of made sense to me more than what I was studying. And, uh, it, well, not that more than what I was studying because we were doing psychological stuff and looking at fraud and all that type of stuff. But I think what it did was it sort of put the whole lot together and made it make sense mm -hmm. for me. So yeah. then I started researching into it, did more training into it. And hence, here I am now, you know, I teach with yourself and, and, and on my own, other people, to try and understand what mindfulness is and to try and get rid of the misconceptions of it and to show them that, look, it isn't about necessarily being religious or spiritual. It's about understanding self. It's about self-awareness, really, in, yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so, so you found it had quite a transformative effect on you personally? And oh, to totally. Sorry, go on. No, 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 go on, go further. 
Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I suppose if 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 you were to think about, say, sometimes we talk about where's our our baseline on a day to day basis. When I was in the corporate world, and even my baseline was probably up here. Yeah, and um, which meant that to push me over into an anger or frustration or uh, that type of mode where I'd instantly react to something. It mm. didn't take a lot to put me over to actually to, to mm. actually make me, you know, go into those emotional controls that take us over and how we respond to them in negative ways. Um, and I would say like over the period of time from starting, that started to lower, you know? So, I will probably say that it's actually quite low. My family may not, but uh, I would say it's quite low now, yeah. which doesn't mean that I don't react to stuff. I do react to stuff, but not as often as I did previously. Yeah. And for that huge shift to happen, how long would you say that took you? And was that from practicing daily or is that just over time you noticed how things had shifted for you? Um like to to give you an honest answer it's a, it's a daily it's a daily thing every single day you're working on it yeah, you know I mean? yeah. but i think from it to go from where it was like 60 or 70 percent up here it probably took a transition of maybe you know a couple of years but each yes. day was going down just very slowly do you know what mm. i mean and and i suppose in essence what does mindfulness do for you it, it sort of makes you understand yourself more that you get used to what's triggering you how you're reacting to it and maybe making some changes in that moment that you have that space in between the initial trigger and reaction. Yeah. 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 So really, yeah. So I guess from very early on then you could see that, ah, this actually is working and that, that, you know, um, provokes, if you like you to continue, you know, you, you can, you could see the benefits from very early on. Yeah. hundred percent. Because I think, one thing that I probably learned at a very early stage of looking into mindfulness and, and having a mindfulness practice was that I needed to know about me. I needed to know about what was going on for me in various different situations and challenges um, and taking notice of how I reacted to them. And then how did that affect me? How was I affected by that reaction? Yeah, very, that's good. Yeah. Were you, would you say then that was like life for for people if we're talking about the neurological effect so would you say um over your life to that point um life made you like more say um um what's the word react more or do you think it's more inbuilt in if it's inbuilt in someone's personality and their neur neurological genetic makeup um so you know, I suppose from all my research and learnings and trainings and stuff, what I've begun to understand is we're not born like that. So you, you don't come out of the womb like that, with that reactive mode. Okay. And, and, and what happens is, is that there's a transition as you grow up and all the influences from, you know, your parents, grandparents, mm -hmm. external people. So not yourself, because you're never taught or you're never told about look inside you and, and figure out what's going on for you. It's always about this is how you should do, this is what you should do, this is what you should do, you know? Yeah. So I think you, in, in science, what they say is it's, it's, it's our default mode or our default network is to instantly react. 
with no thinking. It's instant. And it's, it's really apparent now, I suppose, in, in, in 2020, where you know, we would have quite a lot of young people who are really, really struggling with their various different things, mm -hmm. and they don't have an answer. And the answers that I got as a kid aren't working for them. Mm -hmm. because they're actually rebelling against them. Do you know what I mean? Whereas mm -hmm. when I was a child, you just did what you're told or yeah. you actually got, you got battered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you got, you know, mm. you got into trouble. Whereas now everybody has an inquiring mind, which is absolutely amazing. And it's yeah. wonderful. And, and, you know, there's so many things happening because of it. But I think when they're faced with the challenges that we would have been, or I would have been faced on a daily basis, they don't have an answer because the old way of, Oh, build a bridge, get over it. Life is tough. Cop yourself on all that type of stuff. That doesn't work anymore. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. they they don't know why, and they're not going to they're not going to take that um. Do you know that put an old head on young shoulders type of thing? It isn't working. So I think um. I think for me um, I suppose the way of looking at it is is that if you can understand how your mind works and why it does what it does, mm -hmm. and going back to the question that you asked, which was. Are we built this way? We're not built this way. We're actually habitually conditioned this way okay. because of everything that surrounds us and affects us. And it has lots to do with, we have lots of internal systems. If you look at, say, the central nervous system, um, and I don't want to get too technical on it, you know, um, with the neuroscience, because neuroscience is proving all these things. Are, it's providing a lot of evidence to show that different parts of our brain um, are reacting in certain situations when we feel under threat or afraid. Mm -hmm. So if you look at anxiety, it's fear-based control. Yeah. Um, it means that you don't actually realize that when you're anxious, you're afraid of something, um, but that's what it is, okay? Yeah. Um, and what happens is you have two systems. You have the parasympathetic system and you have the sympathetic system. When we're in what's called fight, flight, or freeze mode, which is where um, our mind subconsciously thinks that we're under threat, Mm -hmm. our sympathetic nervous system kicks in. And what that does is it means that while our body is in this stress or anxious reaction, it's not sending the messages to the correct parts of our bodies to keep us calm and balanced and okay. It's sending, say, the blood to all of our extremities. It's sending them to, like, the, the, the blood is pumping towards your feet, towards your hands, because it's getting ready to fight or flight. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's taking away, say, the oxygen from going to your brain to allow you to cognitively think about things in a logical manner. Mm -hmm. It's taking away the digestion system. It's shutting that down, and it's moving all that energy to the rest of your body where it needs it in this fight, flight, or freeze. Mm -hmm. So your body becomes unbalanced. And the problem with that is, is that from a physiological point of view, we're not only affecting ourselves here in our brain and in our mind and going away with these thousands of thoughts of, oh my God, what we're going to do. We're also affecting ourselves physically. So, you know, it's affecting our organs because though the central nervous system is connected to, you know, your liver, your spleen, your um, heart, it's, it's connected to all these important organs, you know. And when it goes into that fight, flight, or freeze mode, those organs aren't getting what they need to get to, to, to function uh, normally yeah because you're in that fight flight or freeze mode mm. so mindfulness and understanding what's happening in here having sort of emotion intelligence about who i am what i'm about what triggers me how i react normally it gives you uh mindfulness gives you an understanding of all of that stuff and it allows you to 
inquire into it. Just look into it and understand that, okay, I don't have to instantly react in these situations. I can sort of, you know, just realize, okay, this is how I'm feeling, or this is what I'm feeling or experiencing right now, but I don't have to react to that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, so, it. so it's mindfulness then is, is giving them the tools of, and the techniques of what to do with it all. No. Um, yeah, so some some mindful practices they would be known as tools and techniques. I suppose what I would probably point out is is that mindfulness isn't just tools and techniques. Mm-hmm. You know, some mm-hmm. people are sort of promoting it is oh, use these mindfulness tools, use these mindfulness techniques. Um, they're going to uh, uh, enhance your life or whatever like that. And the problem with that is 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 this is not like an exercise like a maths exercise or a homework exercise. This is something that you embody mm-hmm. throughout your day constantly. So when people say, and I, I, I laugh sometimes because it's all out, the media are taking on this war now in a big way. Let's be mindful. Okay. But they don't realize what that means. Do you know what I mean? They don't actually realize what being mindful means. And then people are saying, oh, I need to be mindful of what I say here. Or I need to be mindful of what I do here which is fine it's okay but it's a there's a deeper meaning to that word it's it's about you know being aware of you as a person how you're feeling what you're experiencing how that impacts you and how that impacts other people and understanding that other people just are just as human as you and me are Mm -hmm. and they have challenges they face on a daily basis and they may be reacting in a, a in a negative way or whatever and understanding that well that's okay for them do you know what i mean that's what they're going through at this moment mm-hmm. i can't change what they're doing but i can change how i allow it affect me mm-hmm. and i can show them say compassion and understanding do you know what i mean yeah rather than, rather than hatred and vengeance or anger do you know what i mean mm. so it starts with you 100 percent. yeah yeah it starts with you this is probably why I love working with you, James, because you, yeah, you emanate what I, um, what I have learned and what I love about mindfulness. So yeah. I'm very lucky to have met you. And at the moment, you're studying further, right? Yeah, so I, that's what I was doing. <laughs> if I'm looking down, I'm probably being distracted, which I shouldn't be. I should be more mindful. Put the book uh, away. Put the book away. Close the book. Um, so I, I'm currently studying. Um, I just finished my master's in psychotherapy and hypnotherapy anyway last year. Um, and I took on another course, which is uh, called Search Inside Yourself, which is a, a program that was developed originally in Google by, by somebody who worked with Google. It's not Google's course. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy called Meg Chang initially wrote a book called Search Inside Yourself, which I think is a great read for anybody anyway, because yeah. it covers mindfulness practices and mindfulness tools and techniques and stuff and mindfulness understanding. Um, but they take it to another level, which is they bring in the emotional intelligence of it okay. and how, um, because again, with mindfulness, there can be um, this mystique about it, or, or as I said before, religious aspect of it or spiritual aspect of it. and this sort of, um, it demystifies it a little bit, which means, what I mean by that is, is some logical people can't understand or take mindfulness because of maybe their perception or maybe the way they've been 
taught or, 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 or experienced her or something. Um, so this core search and search itself brings it to a much more logical level for everybody and it includes your emotional intelligence, which then means it, you know, it helps with your self-confidence. It helps with your, obviously builds on your self-awareness and self-understanding. It helps with leadership. It helps with um, all of those things that, you know, anybody who's anxious or has anxiety or anybody who's, say, stressed out of their mind all the time, even people say with depression, it helps lift yourself. It helps you lift mm -hmm. yourself because mm -hmm. it builds on the practices as an understanding of mindfulness, which is self-awareness, yeah. self-compassion, self-love. Mm -hmm. Um, and it goes into realms of you know self-management and all that type of stuff. You know? mm. So it's 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 a ten-month program, and I'm sort of halfway through it now at the moment. So, yeah, wow, that's it. Sounds really, really interesting, and a lovely step on from what you've already studied. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So ba it's basically people, yeah, knowing that those tools or you know are inside themselves, and that mm. if they build on all of those, that they can find what they need within. Yeah, but and I think you know it does it on a foundation level. So the foundation level of it is all mindfulness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all about mindfulness practices and, and techniques and stuff that you use, mm. um, which builds your awareness of self and then allows you to expand it into the realms of you know difficult conversations and stuff like that. You know, mm. great. Will you be just incorporating this into your own work, or do you plan um, to? diversify as well because it sounds like it's really powerful work that um a lot of people could benefit from outside of your your personal um you know clinic yeah so currently what i do is i do one-to-ones with psychotherapy and hypnotherapy and counseling and um, so I'll, I'll keep that i'll keep doing that yeah. obviously then i have the mindfulness end of it and doing mindfulness retreats and stuff like that with yourself and other people and myself yeah. and whatever so i'll continue doing that and and you know we've developed a couple of programs together which we'll be putting out there together and stuff and yeah. um, so i would still have that mindfulness aspect of it this course is sort of standalone but i will encompass some of my mm. uh learnings from it mm. into the mindfulness stuff that we yeah. do as well like because i think it's very relevant totally relevant yeah, yeah that's right yeah. i look forward to that yeah, yeah. I won't be able to get a word in, James, because you'd be so knowledgeable, <laughs> which is amazing. That's what I love. I learned so much from you and the other people I've been speaking to. I know you finally got to watch some of the, the videos. Yeah, yeah, they were you know, cool. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, and everybody has their own individual insights and perspective and teachings that are so valuable for us all to share. Yeah. And, you know, and to connect and collaborate um, and to know what each other does. But very, very I, 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 I think that, um, um, you know, we're always constantly learning. And I suppose, yeah. you know, when I made the connection with you, it was like, wow, just here's another person who is on the same sort of frequency as I am and has mm. the same sort of um, ambitions and, and goals and mm. motivations that I have. Do you know what I mean? So I think we learn off each other, you know, and yeah. it isn't that. I hope you don't think I talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I have to put up my hand. <laughs> I'm only joking. You know, I'm always trying to pull your leg. No, yes. no, no. I love, I absolutely love working with you. And I'm very excited for our first retreat in October. Yeah, and it's I'm sure, we, like I know, we'll have many more because as we grow. And yeah. we also have workshops planned, um, some really exciting things. And um, 
you know, you've got so much to offer. So I'm really excited about doing those with you. And what I also love is that male female aspect. Um, when we do those workshops and trainings, that there's great balance there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And um, I, yeah, I always come away feeling amazing having spoken to you and so uplifted. I just, it just feels great. Uh, and I really thank you for that. So I'm really glad we did find each other and I'm so excited about what's going forward. And you have another retreat you're holding in Cork this weekend. Um, and just to reiterate what you said there, like I appreciate it too when I'm with you because I think what you find is that in the day-to-day, -day, in your day-to-day -day life, um, people can look at, say, someone like me and go, oh, you know, he's one of those mindless, mindless heads or whatever, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes it's it's nice to have that connection as a group you know yeah. with yourself and the other people that are there because yeah. if you feed off each other you know what i mean this is and that is what mindfulness is about i mean i think the dalai lama is caught with a saying you know if if every eight-year-old was taught how to meditate it would change the world and i think what people don't understand about that is is you have this connection and understanding and awareness of yourself and all of these other people who are in the room on the retreat with you or whatever, that there is that connection, mm. there is that understanding. The human experience becomes what it used to be back in the caveman days, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's all about, you know, you need food and shelter, you need companionship, which is other people like-minded, do you know what I mean? Mm. That share the same values of you and understand, mm. you know, it doesn't mean that you don't get angry and we're all living on unicorns and rainbows and stuff like that. We're just able to deal and manage our challenges in a much yeah. more effective way for us and the other people around us. Yeah, because we've learned to. Absolutely. And we continue to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, yeah, so the retreat this week. Um, so we're heading off on Friday afternoon um, down to Donchabera, which is a, a Buddhist retreat centre down in West Cork. Um, and I volunteer for a, a cancer care centre called the Cork Cancer Care Centre in, in Cork here. And what we do is we take some of the people who come into the centre, we take them away for a weekend. And it's basic, basically escape the day-to-day -day hustle and bustle of what's going on. It's sort of a little bit of a digital detox because there's hardly any service down there. So it's hard to get on yeah. the internet. But that's um, nice. Which yeah. is good. Um, and we do meditation and we do like this, this time we have a, a holistic massage therapist coming down. So there'll be mini treatments of holistic massage and stuff like that as well. Um, and it's just Friday evening, all day Saturday um, and Sunday afternoon. And there's a couple of us staying over Sunday night as well till Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll be doing and learning some of the stuff that I've learned now in the last five or six months. Yeah. I'm yeah. incorporating some of that into it. Um, but it's a nice breakaway, yeah. Yeah, so looking yeah. forward to it. Have you got one or two places left on that in case there's anybody in Ireland? Who yeah, would like there to... is. Uh, currently, I think there's three spaces available. And so it's not just for cancer patients, it's for others. No, who there's want a couple of other people. Does it, it would be people who would, you know, volunteer in the centre or yeah. help out in the centre or their friends and family or whatever like that. It's open to anybody. Normally, it's booked out. And it yeah. was booked out, but just yeah. due to some stuff that's happened for people, different situations, there's actually three places available. But there, it's usually booked out. There's never yeah. a place ever available, you know. Is that held annually, James? Um, so we hold one once a year. Um, mm. It's done once a year. And again, as I said to you, it's always booked out, so we don't advertise it. You know? yeah. 
And I know, I know you said that's a beautiful venue. I'd love to get down to it. Oh, it's an amazing space. It's, a, it's an amazing space. And, and, you know, yes, it is a Buddhist retreat center. However, we are, we do our own thing. You can Secular. go. Yeah. So we do our own thing. We've a whole sort of, uh, they have a lovely retreat center there with like seven bedrooms, twin beds sharing, um, full access to the kitchen. There'll be nobody else in our part of the center. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. us. Um, a magical uh, meditation room, which overlooks the sea. Um, and then they have another meditation room, which they will use. And we can also go to the Buddhist meditation if we wish. Oh, we lovely. can take part if you want to. But mm-hmm. so it isn't, we're not going down now to be all Buddhists. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're doing our own thing separately. Yeah. But we will, encompass, we will encompass them if, if people want to too, like. Yeah. So you'll post some pictures and whatever on, on mindfulnessschoolsireland.com. Absolutely. If yeah, people yeah. would like to see or benefit from, maybe you can, maybe you can do a meditation for us or something. Anyway, yeah, just a yeah, little yeah. snippet. <laughs> um, so we can all be part of it. And yeah, that's what I love about the retreats and the day retreat, like what we're doing. Just, you know, to come back to that is what I love about that is it's not all technology, actually. You get yeah. away from it. When, I, when I'm doing my um, workshops now and my drop-in classes, I actually love that I have no equipment. I have no stuff. It's just us. It's just people authentically connecting to support and grow together. Because, you know, it just becomes, for me, it becomes a stress. I know in the teacher training, obviously, we have PowerPoints and that. Stuff, yeah. But I just love that space where you can just be where you're not having to think of all this stuff and depend on technology and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's yeah. really, it's a real, um, really gets you that headspace and that access, that inner calm. So that must be lovely to get, yeah, yeah get I to that it. space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what else do I want to ask you? For people with, say, anxiety, you know, I've just got my online course, mm-hmm. about, uh, my little course, which you also thought was okay, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it. I think it's really, really good. I think it's really, really good. Thanks, James. Really good. Yeah. Thanks. But um, what I was going to say is, um, for people with anxiety, what I've asked, asked everybody this, and I, I know personally, I've asked you, but what, what would your go-to or what would you advise? Say, people say, look, try this. This work. This has worked for me, or what you would advise your patients or your, I mean your clients in your psychotherapy and that? Um, so, have you, have you struggled with anxiety at all yourself, James? Oh, I still do. I still, I still, I still have bouts of it, you know, and especially so when we're going, when we're going to teach groups of people, yeah, you know, that's where, that's where my anxiety is, being front and center, I don't, even, I'm not too bad today, I'm quite comfortable on this today, but I was yeah. probably building up to it going, yeah. am I going to be front and center, I don't want to be, um, no, so, yeah. sorry, <coughs> um, so I still do struggle with it, so when I'm teaching, uh, uh, groups of people, and even say going down to now, I'm preparing to go down for Friday. Yes. So even when I arrive on Friday, I will have it, I'll be a little bit anxious. And it'll be all those questions, you know, why would people listen to me? What am I even doing here? Am I fraud? Am I fake? And all that type of stuff. You know, all those thoughts. I shouldn't be here. Um, so what I normally do is I can actually use my breathing now quite, mm. quite comfortably. 
to be able to mm. acknowledge that the anxiety is there because I'm not pushing it away. So, yeah. so I suppose one of my biggest tips would be don't push it away. Okay. Don't avoid it. Don't, um, don't uh, you know, bury it down and try and, and try and, and try and, and try and, um, ignore it. Ign yeah. Try and ignore that it. it's there because it's there yeah. and it's yeah. there for a reason. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I suppose the first thing would be be aware that it's there and be okay that it's okay to be anxious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have that sort of cognitive talk to yourself. Okay. I'm anxious and it's okay to be anxious. And then maybe inquire about, well, what is it I'm anxious about? Do I think? Can I, do you know? Problem is that generally when we get into the anxiety or when we get into any emotion, when we're in it, so when it's taken over, yeah, we have like thousands of thoughts about mm -hmm. what it is. Do you know what I mean? Most of them probably are generally self-reflected. So we're self-sabotaging ourselves, which is mm. we're not good enough, mm -hmm. not able to do this, I'm a failure, all of those negative thoughts that you have with it. Life is unfair or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think if, if, if you're in it and it's taken over, you need to let it, you need to go through the experience. Mm. And then when you come back down, now do something about it. But if you can catch it when it's arising and be and say, oh, here it is. Yeah. Here's the anxiety. Yeah. And look at it from this point of view. Our body is giving us signals. Mm -hmm. That's what emotions are. They're signals. It's like a computer giving us data. Okay. So your body is like a computer. It's giving you this data. It's giving you this information, which is telling you, okay, something's out of balance here. Something isn't right. Mm -hmm. And you have a moment, you know, a very quick, it could be a split second or it could be a few moments or it could be a few minutes or whatever. But you have a space in between it initially, initially rising and taking over your body mm -hmm. to it actually exploding. Yeah. And it's in that space where you can actually say, well, okay, oh yeah, this is what it is. I always have it. I know I have it. I don't need to let it take over in this moment. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I don't need it now to take over me, but I do accept it's there. And yeah. it's okay. I'm okay. Look at it from a cognitive point of view. Look around you. Are, is your life in threat? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and okay, I'm not being, I'm not in threat. It's okay. And, you know, whatever the anxiousness is about, if it's about public speaking, it's quite, it's quite, um, it would be a bit like quite a few people who probably speak yeah. have, have anxiety. Like mm. I'm saying it was my biggest one mm. and it's not that it's gone away, but I more manage it now. Yeah. So, and it's taking a step back to go, okay, let's have a couple of deep breaths in. And again, going back to say the neuroscience and the physiological side, because people get annoyed breathing. It's always about breathing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The reason it's about breathing is because there's a physiological reaction mm -hmm. if you do it properly. Mm -hmm. Again, if you can take a deep breath in, hold it for a couple of seconds, and a deep breath out, longer than what you breathe, breathe it in for, it's been proven by um, uh, Dr. Stephen Porges that the vagus nerve, which is part of the central nervous system, mm -hmm. it starts getting the parasympathetic nervous system back into working order again. It allows the heart rate to start beating a little bit slower. Allows the blood flow to go back to normal rates. Allows the digestive system and all the systems around your guts and stuff, and uh, to start coming back into what should be normal. So I suppose generally, if the parasympathetic system is in play where the way it should be, the scientists sort of call it the rest and digest mode, which is where we're calm, we're comfortable, and everything's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Whereas when the other system is in play and we're in fight, flight or freeze, we're anxious and we're under threat or we feel under threat, then we're totally out of balance. Nothing's working in sync. Our thoughts are going 100 miles an hour and we're going with the thoughts. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. Oh, I do know what you mean. I've lived yeah. it. And I know, like, I mean, you can look at all the research, but what I find is with mindfulness, it's, it's, it's really experiential that I know now because I've taught myself and I've practiced so much that, um, you know, you can read a book on mindfulness, but you have to do it to realize. And I know when I get anxious and I, I would still get anxious at certain things, but not at half the things I used to. Mm. I've really overcome that mindset and challenged it and, you know, broken it down. Um, but clearly, like if I was, I'm challenging myself with public speaking, um, it's all like, the, yeah, the mindset, challenging the thoughts. But I can feel physically when it's arising. And when I do that mindful, deep breathing, you can actually feel it. You know, you don't, the only way is to try it. And the more you yeah. try it, the more you'll see for yourself. And it works. And I think it's important to, to, for people to recognize that mindfulness is being backed by science and yeah. research and yeah. there's evidence providing how it can how it, how there's a benefit to to doing this do you know what I mean yeah. and to understanding it and and you know some people come to because i also do a meditation class once a month in in the core cancer care center for drop-in and stuff and some people come in and you know the first thing i say to them is we're going to do a meditation in a few moments and you're going to think and they're looking at me going huh i don't want to think you can't stop thinking the mind is created to have thoughts. Yeah. The difference between consciously what we're doing right here, right now, as we're talking to one another and meditating is our focus is not on our thinking. Our focus is on whatever the meditation is about. Yes. You know? yeah. And that doesn't mean that we're avoiding our thoughts or avoiding our worries or avoiding our stresses. It means we're not allowing them to overtake us into an emotional reaction where we're out of kilter, where we're stressed out of our mind or we're anxious out of our head or we're frustrated and angry that we're just going to hit somebody or kill somebody. Yeah. It allows you to manage it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't so mean that anger goes away. It means yeah. that you just manage it better. First of all, you, you learn to be aware and then to manage. Self-awareness, mm -hmm. self-management. And it's of benefit to everybody. I don't know of anybody who couldn't benefit. And um, if only we could get this, you know, if this could be daily, taught in schools daily, globally, yeah. we would, I, f I feel we wouldn't have all the, uh, or half of the social issues we have globally, or the addictions, or the, the violence, the, do you agree? You know, absolutely, yeah, and, and, and I think it goes, we're sort of going into another realm of it, of, of learning about mindfulness in, in what, where we're going with this, and I think, um, when you become aware of yourself and you become aware of your triggers and what, what sets you off and when you become aware of all the reactions and when you have this understanding of that really with all of that information, generally the person who, who's affected the worst is you. It's never another person. In that moment, so you know, let's say two people fighting in the street nice. and one person wins the fight. Mm -hmm. the person who won the fight it's going to affect him probably worse than the person who he actually just beat up because he could end up getting caught with it 
guards, go to prison, get fined or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a psychological impact on all of us. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And it, 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 you know, it's, it is down to how we're reacting to stuff and situations. Um, and then it creates this bamboozlement of, like, I know that I've said this to you before, I don't even know if it's a word, but we go into uh, catastrophic thoughts, do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And mm-hmm. catastrophize everything. Mm-hmm. And none of it is actually based on where we are right now, yeah. in this moment, do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's always based about something that happened before or something that could happen in the future, or it's an oh my God stuff, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it spirals very, very quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. So what one could save themselves a lot of trouble <laughs> um, responding rather than learning to respond rather than to react. Yeah, yeah, save yeah. themselves a lot of so because I'm thinking now next question will be why would one bother? Like what's the big deal? Well, you can save your lot self a lot of distress, um, yeah. you know, potential harm. Um, it, you know what? It affects you as you said, deeply, yeah. and your well-being and your health. And we know that stress, anger has a physical effect yeah. on the body. You know, we can feel it. You don't need, a, you know, science as such to tell you. Um, and what you, how you respond, you react, affects people around you and so forth. So that is why you would learn, in yeah. my opinion. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, when, when, we re- when we're in that instant reaction mode, yes, it affects us. It does affect other people too. It affects mm-hmm. other people around us. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing is, is then they're triggered. Yeah. And they're responding to, what we're, to the way we're responding. Do you know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like a domino effect. You know? Totally. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I've worked with a lady and... Um, quite recently and um she sort of came in and she sort of i don't know one or two sessions with her and she came in and she went you're not going to believe the change in my house and i thought she was after doing the house up or something you know okay right? <laughs> <laughs> she's going to tell me about paint, paint in the kitchen um, and she i said what do you mean and she goes well because i've stopped reacting all the time there's a much more sense of calmness in the house now it wasn't like that they were all just going around chilled out <laughs> there was less reactive mode because she yeah. wasn't reacting do you know what yeah. I mean? mm. um, but it wasn't that she was avoiding anything either she was able to address situations just with that thinking before reacting just that stuff just that, that being force. aware just being aware do you know what I mean yeah mm. so it has a, a profound effect on those around you as well Totally. And it's, yeah. And it's making like little changes. Like it doesn't cost anything. You can just take that moment to pause and observe the difference for yourself. Right. Yeah. But I, I would say like, it's as easy as that, but it's as well, hard as that. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's not like you have this inner wisdom and in it, in a, after a couple of, a couple of, uh, half hour meditations and then all of a sudden oh yeah the light bulb goes off do you know what I mean no. I'm fixed you know what I mean it isn't about being fixed it's about just understanding self and it's about continually practicing it and you said it earlier on it's not something that you can do today and I'll do in two days time you have to do it daily because yeah. the more you do it the easier everything becomes do you know mm. and do you know people come to me and they say um, I might say to them what's your goal or what's your aim or what would you like to achieve and they might say I want to be happy. And I'm going, 
yeah, that sounds good. I'm not going to do that with you. And they're looking at me going, what do you mean? That's why I'm here. And I said, well, I don't want to make you happy. I just want to make you be okay. And the more you're okay, the happier you'll become. Absolutely, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it oh, just yeah, breaks, yeah, yeah. It breaks down that, oh, what is happiness? Do you know what I mean? And sure. You're going to make me happy. I'm not going to make nobody happy. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> you're going to do it yourself and you have to put the work in, you have to put the practice in, do you know? That very, very well said, James. Yeah, you got, yeah. And it, with mindfulness, it, it can be the, the formal practices, but equally it can, a huge part is the informal. It's in everything you do every day. So and it I doesn't that, have to be an extra thing. You have to sit down necessarily and do because people are overwhelmed with too much to do, but it's what you do anyway. Do it, my, do it with awareness mm-hmm. and come to our, our, our upcoming six week online course and Take we will seat. help you. There you go. And which James and I will have online in hopefully next month. Do it in your own time. Are you looking down at that book? <laughs> no, because I just wanted to make a point and make a point because everybody yeah. will say, I haven't got time. Exactly. How much time do you spend on this? There you go. Do you know, this yeah. is taking us over. Do you know, and I know that, look, technology is great, has a part to play. Facebook is fun. It's great for connecting with people across the world mm-hmm. and all that type of mm-hmm. stuff. So it's mm-hmm. definitely, definitely got loads of positive benefits. But when you're sitting there aimlessly scrolling. Oh, yeah. That's when you could actually be just taking a minute, 60 seconds, to just be a bit more mindful, just do a practice, you know? Yeah. And like you said, it's the it's formal and informal. And, and the formal is where you're dedicating a special amount of time in a, in a certain area, whatever it is, to formally just switch off and do whatever the meditation is. But it's mm-hmm. the informal practices that you use each and every day, which allow you to understand how you react, yeah. and how you can yeah, yeah 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 you know? yeah because that's it because you can anybody can go say on a retreat or mm-hmm. to a monastery or sit in their room quietly and have that peace and think oh yeah this is bliss because there's no external um aggressors absolutely but it, it's it's actually you learn the most when you're in your daily life and mm-hmm. you're getting the opportunity to use it and see that it works so that i, I find that actually yeah yeah, well, I okay. find both very beneficial, but um, yeah, there you go. Using it in everything you do. And, you know, sometimes we forget, but we know what to come back to. Um, yeah. yeah. And people well, won't even know you're doing it once you know the no, different techniques. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not that you look like a spacer. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. We're all yeah. normal people, um, but we've learned great tools that have, you know, enhanced your well-being, my well-being, and we want to share it. Yeah, 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 we're all human. Yeah. So we'll have our retreats, our workshops, and we'll have our six-week online course for normal, busy people, right? <laughs> and yeah. yeah. And um, and we really would love to help people. So hopefully they will join us on that. Yeah, and absolutely. at least now they'll have got to meet you properly. And is there anything else you'd like to share, James? Um. No, I suppose just to reiterate what, what you said is, which is, you know, link up with us, ask us questions, send us messages, whatever yes. it is you want. We, we're, we're open to answering anything and helping whatever way we can. My, if I was to give you one takeaway from the whole thing, try it out. Just try it. Yeah, yeah. 
That's it. And like you had just said there, exactly, try it. Um, also, if, like, I mean, people are also very individual, you know, we tailor-made courses as possible or sessions to suit a person's needs. Our main thing is to help who's out there in whatever way they need and want. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because, you know, there's a lady um, two days ago told me, you know, Breathing doesn't work for her. It's it, she doesn't want to go there. But we we talked about other ways and found different ways. And you know, she was like, "Oh, okay," because like you said, all she hears is breathing. But also, she her way of breathing. She was never taught properly and the mm -hmm. effects, etc. So it's about working through also individually or in a group what works for people. All we want to do is help, right? That's it. Yeah, and connect and connect. I suppose pass on the information and their learning and their experience yeah. because that's mm. what's helped us. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's it. What, yeah. That's what helped us. Yeah. And, and again, I suppose making people understand that, listen, I'm as human and you're as human as they are. We have daily challenges. We've got kids, we've got bills, yeah. we've got oh, gosh. whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, got a tax reminder in the post today. Yeah. <laughs> From my car. So yeah. we have all that stuff going on. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and, and yeah, we've busy lives because of the different stuff that we do. But we still make time for this. Well, no oh gosh, yeah. I, I've also I've been through a lot personally, yes. um, professionally, personally, my whole life, and it 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 keeps it keeps coming and it will keep coming. Yes. And so, without mindfulness, I would not be the person that I can say inner happy, and that's why I called it that because mindfulness has given me that, and I have that no matter what goes on around. Yeah, I can be upset. I can be, um, you know, um, affected, but I know what to do, and I know that it'll come and it'll go, and I know how to handle it. Yeah. Whereas before mindfulness, I didn't. So, it, yeah, it, uh, yeah, as you say, it's finding everyone finds their way, and it's it's learning that it is for everybody, and in it can help everybody. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Great. So thank you, James. Thank you, Sue. Thank you. It's always lovely to chat to you. Yeah. I think everybody can see now why you're my partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so great to chat. Great to chat. And um, I'll talk to you again very soon. Absolutely. Thanks.